It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Chad and Zay. All right, let's get going with our number three. It's Chad and Zay. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier, picking out a beat to start every third hour. What do we got, Zay? Silk the Shaka. It ain't my fault. Silk the Shaka? Silk the Shaka. Masterpiece, brother. Okay. I like it. What's it called? It ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. All right. Yeah, I do that. Silk the Shaka getting us started this hour. All right, a lot of stuff going on. We talked NBA, draft lottery, and the Western Conference final start tonight. Doc Rivers lost his job today in Philly. Will he get a chance somewhere else, and who fills that role? Uh, and we've also discussed that Dylan Mitchell update. Actually looking pretty good in those combine workouts, getting uh, getting some three-pointers up and in and impressing a few folks. We've also got a big event coming to town tomorrow night. We've been letting you know about it. AEW Dynamite and Rampage hitting the Moody Center for the first time. If you want tickets, go to hornfm.com. Let's go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline. And look at here, kids. We're talking to Tony Khan, founder and co-owner of AEW. Tony, we appreciate the time. I know you're busy this week and every week. How are you, sir? I'm very well. Thanks for having me on, Chad, and thanks for having me on today. Man, we uh, we are we are honored to, to talk to you. I am now uh, a mark for AEW. I've been a pro wrestling fan a long time. Buddy of mine got me into it a while ago, and I am in. I was there in Cedar Park uh, for the last event. I'm going to be at the Moody Center tomorrow night. Really have enjoyed watching AEW develop. How big is it for you? I know this is the dream, ultimately, to get into the biggest venues in, in all these towns. How cool is it for you guys to be at the Moody Center tomorrow night, and have you had a chance to go scope it? out yet it's so awesome chad that we're going to be at the moody center tomorrow night the wednesday night dynamite the show is going to be live from austin on tbs nationwide and it's going to be on worldwide in over 150 countries it starts tomorrow night seven o'clock and we would love to have uh, as many of you as possible there i'm so excited you're going to be there i'm actually still with my family uh back in illinois for mother's day and i'm heading in tonight uh, but I went back after the AEW House Rules Tour this past weekend, uh, and we did Dynamite and, and a couple of big events, and then I went home Sunday for Mother's Day, and I'm flying into Austin tonight, and I'll be at the Moody Center all day tomorrow, and I'm very excited about the new facility and very excited about AEW on the campus of the University of Texas, and now hopefully a lot of people now after graduation with a little bit of more time on their hands to come and uh, check out the great event. I'm gl- I'm very excited you're going to be there, and it sounds like uh, there's a lot of great wrestling fans in Austin uh, lined up to come. You know, I know when we've done the shows in Cedar Park, we've had really, really great experiences. We've had great fans and just really, really good shows, I think, there. And I very fully expect we're going to translate that over to the Moody Center, and I expect a great show tomorrow night on Wednesday Night Dynamite in Austin. Yep. 
you know, Tony, y'all have done such a great job with AEW and, you know, you've been around different businesses with your pops and whatnot. And, you know, obviously you're a huge wrestling fan. When did that start? When did it when did it kind of, you know, you were just kind of fishing around ideas about, man, we can maybe have another professional wrestling league that could compete with WWE and then some. When did that day start for you at the beginning? Well, I was a wrestling fan from a very young age, and it was actually inconceivable to me that there would be another Challenger wrestling promotion when I was a kid because there were strong Challenger brands then. I think really you had WCW was what we would call in business a Challenger brand, and ECW was a very strong niche brand. And for a long time after those companies went out of business, there wasn't anything that represented a true challenger brand in the sport. Uh, I've been a fan since probably, I would say, 1990, since I was seven years old. And I've been writing a show called Dynamite. It was on different nights of the week. Now it's really on in real life every Wednesday night on TBS, including tomorrow night there in Austin. And it's pretty amazing how quickly the, the company's grown. But uh, I would say I first started thinking about it in 2018, honestly, I, I hadn't had thoughts of really getting into the business and competing. And in 2018, it was clear that there was a lot of interest in the TV industry. There would be a lot of opportunities to launch a new promotion. And there were, most importantly, first of all, a lot of great fans interested in pro wrestling and a lot of the top wrestlers who were out of contract who would make for a great wrestling promotion. And it's helped us launch this really successful challenger brand in AEW and uh, very excited to be bringing it to Austin for the first time ever at the Moody Center tomorrow night live. It's going to be incredible. Tony Khan joining us here on the horn, by the way, at Tony Khan, K-H-A-N, if you want to give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, Tony, we had Mark Henry on the other day. He's going on some of our different stations to promote the event. Uh, Obviously has the big connections here in town. Mark's one of my favorite guys. Talk to me about your relationship with Mark Henry. When did you meet the world's strongest man, and uh, how has he fit into the AEW world? I have so much respect for Mark Henry. I first met the world's strongest man uh, a few years back, and he reached out with a real interest in getting involved in AEW in a big way. And I think he does so much behind the scenes. He's a great mentor, and he does great work in the community. And certainly around Austin, he's a legend. He's a legendary athlete, and he's a legendary presence. And Mark Henry is just such an impressive and awesome person. And certainly he brings a lot to AEW. And I really appreciate when he goes out and promotes the big events like for tomorrow night at the Moody Center. Yeah, Mark's a great guy. You know, Tony, when I think about y'all and how y'all promote just y'all's brand and I think about y'all's relationship with Turner Sports, that's a ideal relationship because you see what they do with inside the NBA with Barkley and Kenny Smith and Shaq and how good of a show that is. What was those conversations like negotiations when you came with this idea and you brought it to Turner? Well, it was actually in 2018. My first conversation was with Ted Riley, who was at the time the president of TBS and TNT. 
I talked to Kevin Riley at a cocktail party and uh, brought it up to him. He's a friend of mine. And I suggested in April of 2018 that I think there's a real opportunity. It was just over five years ago. It's crazy how time has flown. And I told him I thought we could start a wrestling promotion. Uh, I'd be happy to run it and launch it. And if they would give us the opportunity to run the shows on TBS and TNT, I felt like we could deliver great ratings and build a great audience. And it's all happened. And now we have a great brand, great touring with live events. And our biggest TV show, our flagship event, is coming there to Austin tomorrow night. It's going to be a great show. And anybody listening, there's still great tickets available at the Moody Center. And uh, you can go to AEWTix.com or listen here on the show for more information. I think it's a great, great, great way for a family to get out. I know some of my best memories are from my dad taking me to the wrestling shows, although admittedly I was a big fan. He was not. I twisted his arm. I've never been able to get my dad to really love wrestling as much as I tried until uh, we launched AEW, and now uh, I've been able to make a real fan of it. But uh, it's a great experience as a live show, and I think anybody who has seen it before would attest to that, and certainly I expect a lot of great one of uh, Tony, one of the things that I've been so impressed about, you just mentioned, you know, families coming out and, and and the event tomorrow night. I've seen some really affordable ticket prices, and that's obviously great. But also, I would argue people are absolutely going to get their money's worth if you're a pro wrestling fan and you love matches. You're going to get matches. When I started watching AEW and I noticed, wait a minute, those two are already in the ring and the match is going. Wait, one of them's already there and you could feel the speed and the pace. Is that something that you designed early on? Is that something that kind of came along at the beginning? How did that come about? Because I think it's one of the kind of signatures of what AEW does. Well, I really believe that a wrestling show is, about the great wrestling matches as much as the story and any other element. And I think what we do is we have great athletes and some of the best interviews in all of wrestling. So we've got some great rivalries and tomorrow night, you're going to see some really great action. Chris Jericho is in a falls count anywhere match taking on Roderick strong. It's Roderick Strong's first ever singles match in AEW since he arrived. And this is uh, something I'm really looking forward to seeing in person. I'm looking forward to seeing Ricky Starks, who's made Austin his home, taking on Jay White, who is a great free agent signing for AEW, and this is the biggest match he's been in. And I think for Ricky Starks, it's also one of his biggest matches. And Ricky Starks is a great star in AEW. Very excited for that match. Uh, and uh, also, so much up and down the card. Great matches. And in addition to what we'll be shooting for AEW, we'll also film AEW Rampage there in Austin. So you're really getting two shows for your money's worth. And I think, like you said, the pace of the show is something we felt strongly about from the very beginning, that every Wednesday we need to make this show something people cannot miss, make it something that they build their day around, build their night around. And I think it's helped us build this worldwide audience, and I expect we'll have a really great support from you and all the live fans in Austin tomorrow, because whenever we've done the shows in that, in that area, when we've come to Cedar Park, and uh, I've always said it's some of the best fans and some of the best shows we've done. 
Talking with Tony Khan, founder and co-owner of AEW, AEW Dynamite Rampage, hitting Moody Center tomorrow. And like Tony said, AEWTix.com, or you can go to HornFM.com and get a link through that way to get tickets uh, for the event tomorrow night. Tony, I feel like other fans might want me to ask, do we have any update on any appearance from one of my favorite heels of all time, MJF? Any appearance tomorrow? Do we know or not? Well, MJF is MJF's going to be in Austin, and uh, I think I fully expect that uh, he may uh, make his presence felt. But uh, as we build up to this match between the pillars of AEW, I do think uh, he will be there, and I'm sure we'll hear from MJF. And I think all the pillars uh, will make their presence felt on this episode of Dynamite. Very nice. All right, uh, again, AEW, uh, the event coming tomorrow night. Zay, you wanted to uh, throw in a quick football question here? Yeah, I do. Tony, man, I see that you're the chief football strategy officer for the Jacksonville Jaguars. What's your responsibility for the Jags, and how excited are you for the upcoming 2023 season? Well, Zay, I'm in charge of football staff and analytics for the Jaguars. So I was just working with our great team, uh, preparing information for our general manager, Trent Baalke, our coach, Doug Peterson, in the NFL draft. And I'm sitting with Doug and Trent in the draft and talking effectively strategy and ideas uh, in the draft market. And then during the regular season, um, I put together information week to week on our games for Doug and Trent, and uh, particularly for Doug and his staff as they look uh, to scout their opponents, our opponents. And I think for the Jaguars, uh, also something I've done and really enjoy doing over the years is working on the undrafted free agency. There's a lot of good players in the NFL that I've signed over the years for just a few thousand dollars on the guarantee, effectively, and all of them came in and proved themselves as great players in the NFL. And uh, I think the undrafted market is a great place to use the stats and analytics to try to find undervalued stars. So that's something I've done for the Jaguars in addition to all I'm doing it at AEW every week. Where do you find the time, Tony Khan? <laughs> Seriously. My goodness. What kind of what is your uh what does your schedule look like every day? My goodness. That's incredible. Well different every day, right? A Sunday yeah. with an NFL game is very different than Wednesday tomorrow night at the Moody Center for AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Well you pro- I think I- and you may be the only person that has Trevor Lawrence and Orange Cassidy on your phone. I mean, that is, that's something, right? That's cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Well, they're both great guys and uh, both doing great, and they're both great uh, for their respective franchises they play for Yeah, and no, compete for. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, one other wrestling question from me, because I really enjoy uh, Dynamite. I've enjoyed Rampage, but I really also like this all-access show. I feel like it's something we haven't seen in pro wrestling, the idea of having a reality show that really does show you some behind-the-scenes stuff and backstage and all that. Where did the all-access idea come from? Does that co- did that come from you as well? And how have is, has it been received so far? Well, I think it's been really positively received. It came from a group of us brainstorming with the network executives at TBS, and they were looking for a great program to put on after Wednesday Night Dynamite. And tomorrow night actually will be the first time we haven't had all access in a while. We've had all access airing after Dynamite, and we just had uh, the final episode of, of that. And I am optimistic it could be back because I think it did really well. 
And there's been really great engagement from the fans who seem to really enjoy it. And I think everyone who worked on it did a really great job. And I'm very, very excited whenever I hear feedback like that, man. So thank you. Uh, it's, it's a great show. And I think the people at the network and the reality executives and everyone who participated in the show did a really great job. Yeah, you turned Adam Cole and Britt Baker into my favorite couple on television. That's what you did with the All Access <laughs> show. I'm now I'm now locked in. Um, a, a a buddy of mine who does who's a big wrestling fan said Adam Cole is the nicest guy he's ever interviewed in wrestling. Can you confirm that Adam Cole is indeed a nice guy? I can confirm he's one of the nicest people I've ever met, and he deserves all of his success. I'm a huge fan of Adam Cole. He is really one of the nicest people I've ever met. I think it's very true, and it's one of the reasons why people really root for Adam Cole, and he's got this great fan support all over the world. Yeah, it really does. Great fan interaction at these events, too, uh, with the entrance music and a lot of different angles from uh, Cole to, to the Chris Jericho reaction to just uh, the connection with the fans is so amazing. Um, Tony, this thing, I'd, you know, it got rolling in, in 2019. Obviously, the pandemic was in there, so it's not a full, maybe th- true, you know, three to four years or whatever that would be, but. Have you been impressed with that part of it? The fan connection with your product feels wonderfully organically real. Are you are you enjoying that yeah. part of it? Absolutely, Chad. I think it's one of the greatest things we have in AEW. Probably the single greatest thing is the great connection we have with our fans. The fans at the show are a huge part of the experience. So to anybody there around Austin, anybody listening to this, you have a great chance to get in on it and be part of the team tomorrow night at AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite at the Moody Center. It's a really important show for us. It's one of the most important shows we've ever done. We have a major announcement coming tomorrow about AEW, and I'm really excited about it. It's going to be a big day for the company, and I would love for everyone to come out. Like you said, Chad, the tickets are very affordable. It's a great, great show, and I promise you'll – definitely get your money's worth and you're going to want to come back in the future and i'm really excited about AEW tomorrow at the moody side there we go you know tony before we let you go when y'all caught my eye is when y'all got one of my favorite rappers rick ross talking about <laughs> accusations <laughs> going crazy that's some of the most amazing tv i've ever seen what's that been like getting rappers to come along with the business like rick ross and such Rick Ross, tremendous, tremendous talent. I'm very excited uh, that Rick Ross has taken an interest in AEW. And Rick Ross is a great, great person. He's really been very kind to me personally, and he's been a great friend to AEW. So we love when he comes to the shows and gets involved. And you never know when the biggest boss, Rick Ross, is going to show up in AEW. It could happen at any time. So that's one of the great things about the show uh, that we have going for us. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why I love uh, the show every week. People never know what to expect, and you never know who's going to show up. So uh, Rick Rick Ross was one of our best cameos of all time, but I think he could be more than a cameo. I think he could could certainly uh, be involved more often. I would love for that to happen. And, uh, you know, I have to say, the show we're doing tomorrow, I just, you know, as a wrestling fan, I know sometimes people come to the shows and they think it's going to be the real TV show, and they get there, and it's effectively a house show, which are great, too. But sometimes people expect they're going to get the big TV presentation and all the bells and whistles, 
and they find out it's not a televised event. That's not what's going to happen tomorrow at the Moody Center. This is the real deal. This is Wednesday Night Dynamite. It's live on TBS. It's live all over the world. The show's on in 150 different countries, and it's going to be a big event tomorrow when we bring Wednesday Night Dynamite to the Moody Center. It is going to be a lot of fun. That's Tony Khan, founder and co-owner of AEW. Again, at Tony Khan on Twitter. If you want to give him a follow, go to AEWTix.com for tickets or HornFM.com. You can get tickets there as well. Tony, we know you're a busy man. Uh, thank you so much for the time. Safe travels to and from Austin. Best of luck with everything. I know the Wembley Stadium thing's coming up later this year now and all that. Uh, best of luck with everything AEW. Can't wait for tomorrow night, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. See you tomorrow night at the Moody Center at AEW. There it is. Tony Tony Khan, ladies and gentlemen, the man behind AEW. He had me at Chris Jericho Falls Count Anywhere. When they announced that one, uh, I guess it was a couple shows ago when they they laid that one out. I heard that one last week. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Chris Jericho fighting all over the Moody Center. Let's do it. So dope. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Great guy. Yeah, it was really, really down to earth. Yeah, real down to earth guy and uh, a big wrestling fan. So uh, there you go, Tony Khan with a, uh, taking some time for us today. You never know when somebody has big time money like that how they're going to act if they're down to earth or not, or if their nose are up in the air. And you could tell that's a down to earth guy. Yeah, and also I guess being in that world too, when you're in the world of pro wrestling, you have got to be flexible. Yeah, you got you, things are going to change on a dime, and the thing I loved about that all access show, I hope they bring it back. But to sh- they're showing him like sitting there with the headset on, orchestrating things. I hope they take the next step and show us like creative meetings. I know that might be a little too inside baseball, but I'd love to see it. I'd love to see two wrestlers literally talking about what they're going to do, like talking about the construction of a match yeah. and how it might play out. That might be a little that's, that's too a little, far, that's a lot. right? That might be a little too far, but uh, it's like it, one of those you get the footage of them doing that, and it comes out like ten years later when you're doing a documentary. Exactly, yeah. But one of the things they show on All Access, I like, they will show that like there's a, a few couples they deal with, and you'll get to watch like the husband watching the wife's match on a monitor, or the reverse, and they'll they'll take a big bump, and you see their reaction. This is their husband, yeah, their wife going through this, and then you know they're wishing each other luck before the match, and they you'll give it a kiss and hey, I love you, have a great match, and then they're watching it and they're cringing and everything, oh. and, and then they come back you know backstage. It's it's kind of cool. Yeah, that one bad fall, you could be in ER like that, right? Yeah, Just one little mistake. People who've been doing this for twenty something years still can make a mistake or slip or have a Vince McMahon moment where you just come in and tear some stuff. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. I always say it's the most unique form of entertainment out there to me. And glad it's coming back uh, tomorrow night, AEW at the Moody Center, and it is a lot of fun. And, yes, it is the live event from 7 to 9. In fact, the bell time, they say, is 6 o'clock. There's matches before Dynamite actually goes on air. 7 to 9 is Dynamite, and then 9 to basically 10, I guess it is, they'll have more matches that will go on to Rampage, you know, taped on Friday. So you got to get it all. Tony was talking about, is it a great house show or is it a great... You get a little bit of a house show at the beginning, you get a live show in the middle, and then you get a taped-for-TV show at the end. 
You absolutely get your money's worth if you're a pro wrestling fan. That I can guarantee you for tomorrow night. I'm uh, proud of you, by the way. You were fanboying, in, but you were controlled. And was it? Was it okay? Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. You were God. still fanboying. I could see your reactions and how happy and your, your ears lighting up and stuff. But you were under control. You were professional. You still understood. We got a job to do and yeah. interviewing Tony, and you did that job. Kudos I, to you. I did not ask him for Britt Baker's phone number. <laughs> I did not ask him if he can introduce me to. Jade Cargill. I did, I did not ask him if he could introduce me to Samoa Joe. None of yeah, that happened. That has to come natural. None of that happened. I didn't ask if I could go meet Darby Allen yeah. and have Darby Allen paint half my face. I did not say that. Like you're emceeing Mark Henry's weightlifting event. Yeah. That's going to be another big test for you. Oh, that's going to be a huge that's test. That's going to be a huge test. You're going to have to really keep it together. That's a huge test. Now, did, yeah. I, did I hear correctly that you're going to be there? I'll show up. I don't know if I got the invite invite, but I'll show up. Is it you? Who was I hearing about today? That's going. Somebody from the station's going. I thought maybe that could be a little support system and pull could pull me off of a wrestler if I get too crazy. Yeah, if Mark invites me, I'll show up. Okay, fair enough. All right. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So good. I'm glad I kept it under control. Thanks to Tony Khan for his time. Coming up next, why today matters on this May 16th. We got a couple of birthdays to hit. One of my favorite basketball players when I was growing up. I want to get Zay's thoughts on him. Plus. One of the modern-day hotties that some people have an issue with. We'll talk about that. We're getting ready for a big night in the NBA as well, including who gets Victor Wembenyama. Is he going to be wearing black and silver? Is he going to be wearing red? Still a little bit of a chance he could wear blue and green. We'll talk about that, too, on the horn. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Come on, man. Chad and Zay. What would you do if I didn't know who this was? <laughs> what, would you, what would you do if I couldn't come up with this one? That'd be a sad day. That would. It'd be a sad day. So, uh, at some point, I think I actually had this CD. Uh, Mama Said Knock You Out from LL Cool J. Was this the album title as well? I think so. Wasn't it? This is a good one. I like this one. Yeah, it was. LL's got, in, in terms of crossover, crossover, big time rap that became very popular. That's not, you know, doesn't push like into the dirty realm. Yeah, he always respected women. When he talked about them, it was always very respectful. He's Mount Rushmore of that category, right? Of that, and I'm not saying he's the Mount Rushmore rapper of all time, but like rap that was popular, but not like. You know, edgy or gangster rap or like wasn't swearing a lot. Yeah, crossover rap. Yeah, is that a way to say that? Right, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. He's one of the kings of that world. Yes. Okay, and still highly respected. Yes, he's definitely on the Mount yeah. Rushmore of rappers turned actors. Oh yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's yeah. probably him, Cube, maybe Ice T, and I guess Will Smith. I guess. You can go th- go and throw Will in there. Yeah, Fresh Prince will more than anything. I mean, 
the Miami run was cool. Has has Common done enough to be considered an actor in your mind? Yeah, he okay. has, but not like those guys. Like Hello Cool J has been in multiple horror films. And yeah, that's a true. Black man lived. I was just lived, gonna, Chad. I was gonna say, spoiler alert. He made it all the way through that first shark movie. <laughs> All the way. Ice Cube, too. The fact that Ice Cube survived in Anaconda, not only did he have to worry about the big-ass snake, he had to worry about the scary dude with the ponytail on the boat. Ooh, John Voight. John Voight was wilding. He was wilding trying to get that snake for some paper. J-Lo looked incredible in that oh, movie, too. Oh, man. Woo. Yo. That was amazing. Yo, I'm trying to stay alive just because J-Lo is. Good stuff. By the way, this week we're going to take a break from the album swap, and this Thursday we're doing a movie swap. I'm going to watch Blue Chips for the first time. Started watching it last night. I can tell it's going to be way better than Hoosiers. Like, I can tell right away. (laughs) Just going to be best movie ever. Uh, And then Zay has never seen A Few Good Men. I got him the DVD today because I'm the old man with a DVD. Zay, I'm so excited for you to see this movie. Because you know Tom Cruise is in it, and you know Jack Nicholson. You saw the cover today and said, I didn't know Demi Moore was in this movie. Had no clue. She's awesome. Kevin Bacon, awesome. Kiefer Sutherland, awesome in that movie. A young Cuba Gooding Jr. Young Cuba Gooding? Awesome in the movie. And you got to find him, but there's an actor, another actor, that's in both movies. I saw him last night. He's in Blue Chips, and he's in A Few Good Men. I need you to figure out who it is. Bet. Yeah, there you go. So that's coming up on Thursday. All right, right now, let's get into Why Today Matters. There's a massive musical birthday we got to start with. Here we go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. Oh, this makes me feel old, but I know she still looks sexy as hell. Happy birthday to Janet Jackson today. That's 57 today for Miss Janet, if you're nasty. She is coming, I think she's touring this year. Yeah, she's touring. And I think she's hitting the Moody Center. I saw the Moody Center give her a little love on Twitter and say, let's celebrate soon. She's coming later in the year uh, to the Moody Center. Janet Jackson, 57 years old. I've never seen Janet live, but I hear it's amazing. Yeah, she could go. Yeah. She could go. I mean, we know she's got good genes and, well, literally good genes, but. She does look good in jeans. She does good in jeans, but, man, just look at her history from young actress uh, what shows was she on? Was she on Good Times? She, she was. was. Yeah. She was Penny on Good Times. Yeah, Penny on Good Times. That's the first place I ever saw her. Then she was Willis's girlfriend on Different Strokes. That's right. Was it Charlene? Was that her name? No, oh, look at that. She look good then? You talk about 80s, <laughs> hot. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Just incredible. I'm still wondering how Jermaine Dupree bagged that. Because they were married for a little bit. That's true. Yeah. And Jermaine Dupree ain't no Blair Underwood. <laughs> I'll let you know right now, he's no looker, but he did his thing and pulled that. And probably my favorite version of Janet is, have you seen the movie Poetic Justice? John Singleton. No, but I've seen, I remember the movie poster. I remember that time. That's a good Janet Jackson. Yeah, yeah. And the hat, and she's wearing black like the whole movie, but it's hot. It's just, and she's angry in that movie Mm -hmm. most of the time. Woo, Janet, special. She is special. Control. She, she definitely is. Control Janet was nice. Rhythm Nation Janet was nice. My favorite Janet is probably the If video. Okay. That's my Janet Jackson. 
There's a lot of good Janet Jacksons. I think if is the video because that's the ab. Ah, yeah, that's yeah, ab yeah. Janet. Ab Janet. Yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah. Well, she started showing more skin because she wasn't showing skin no. that much in Control Rhythm Nation, and then once the '90s hit, yeah. And she started making like the love songs and passionate stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I get so lonely video. She like throws her jacket open. She's just wearing a bra underneath, boy. Young Zay watched that video plenty of times. I bet you did. Yeah, her smile is still just one of the most amazing things out there. Uh, Janet Jackson with a birthday today. Also, Zay, one of my favorite basketball players growing up, uh, hits 59 today. John Sally from Georgia. Wait, what? When I was growing up, and ACC basketball was when I started to fall for ACC basketball. One of the teams I really liked was Bobby Crimmins and the Georgia Tech teams with Dal Rimple and uh, what's my man's name? Uh, uh, the white guard. Um, Brett uh, Barry? No, 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 no. Um, oh, my God. Mark Price? Oh, Mark Price. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Price. And then John Sally was on that team. He had the big smile, always looked like he was having a blast. John Sally um, ends up being what? First NBA player to win with three different teams. Yeah, he won with the Bulls, Lakers, and the Pistons. And then LeBron and somebody else has gone on to do it after that. But uh, I think Sally was the first guy to do it. I just always loved the way he played. Always felt like he was really he was one of the things that would pull a team together. And so I always rooted for John. Whoever John Sally was with, I always ended up rooting for him. Guy that loves the camera. Yeah, he does. Best damn sports show. He was great on that. Yep. You know, and always a role player. He was never a guy that you could throw the ball to and say, go get me a bucket. Always came off the bench for those bad boy Pistons teams. Didn't really play for those Lakers or Bulls teams. But like you said, he's just such a good guy to have around in the locker room. Like, why not? Yeah. You know, he's going to be funny and he's going to be that guy you need where you don't take things too seriously. Like, that. That was probably perfect for Jordan and Pippen and for yeah. you know Isaiah Thomas. Because he knew his role by He knew his role. He's not gonna out he's not gonna step outside of that. A lot of intense guys on those teams, like Kobe Bryant and stuff, and you bring in somebody like John Sally that could kind of bring everybody back to earth. That's not gonna yeah. take things too seriously, but knows how to play and knows his role. Yeah, John Sally, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. Uh, good cameo in bad boys. Yes! Oh my God, Hilarious. he was the, 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 the tech in yeah, Bad the, Boys. The yeah, felon tech. Yeah. The nerd with the thick glasses <laughs> in part two. Yeah, absolutely. Happy birthday to John Sally today. He's in the first one, too. Um, I guess he is the first one. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, he's a felon in the first one. Oh, that's right. Okay. They like use him. He's in the But he's working. Jumpsuit. He's working with him in number two. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, also, it is Gabrielle Sabatini's birthday. I'm a tennis fan. That's my favorite tennis hottie of all time. 53 today for Miss Sabatini. Also, Zay, it is Megan Fox's 37th birthday. Damn. Would you ever not date someone because they had weird-looking thumbs? Would that be enough to make you stop dating somebody? Nope. Because there are people that tell me that the Megan Fox thumb thing is enough to have them not date Megan Fox. I ain't looking at the thumbs. To me, there's about 10,000 other things about Megan yeah. Fox that might make you run the other way. That's what I'm saying. But the thumb, she does have, I did, there's a condition for it. It's like a, it's like a stunted thumb, like a stubby thumb. Okay. It's shorter and it's a little short kind of stubby thumb. She got Two of those. She ain't no hand model, Chad. <laughs> no, she's not. No, <laughs> yeah, she's I, was, not. I, was saying, I don't mean nothing. Highly Machine, attractive. Machine Gun Kelly, I knew he was going to muck it up eventually, but... Now they're done? They're done. Okay. He had a good run. <laughs> that had to be. He had a great run. Can you imagine partying with that couple? Yeah. What was that like? I mean, seriously.
Now he's more focused as a rapper. I've heard a couple of the freestyles for him. He's locked in. Yeah. He's locked in. I haven't cared much about his rap. His most famous song is called Wild Boy, where it's kind of BC Boys-ish, like the rock slash rap mix. That's Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, yeah. He's like a new age BC boy. Okay. That's kind of his vibe. Just yelling. See, I couldn't I've never of, listened to his stuff to know. Is it is it more Beastie Boy or is it more like Kid Rock? Mixture of both. Kind of, of mixing guys. those ideas. Yes. Okay. That's a good Because he plays guitar and stuff, right? Yeah, he Doesn't does a lot. Got some instruments in there. Yeah, he does a lot. Yeah. I've never I've not listened to a lot of it enough to know. My daughter's not a fan of Machine Gun Kelly. For some reason, he does not do it for her. Hmm. Yeah, she's just not a fan. Yeah. So I haven't listened to his albums He's yet. He's an interesting listen. Yeah, he is. He did some decent acting in uh HBO did a show called Roadies with was that Luke? Uh what's his name? Luke was that Luke Wilson, I think? Was the head guy in there? Meatloaf was in there. Not Meatloaf. Um, sorry. Um, I don't think it was Meatloaf. Uh, Ron White, the comedian, was in it. And there was a, it was a show about roadies traveling around uh, with a concert. And Machine Gun Kelly was in it. He was good there. And he played Tommy Lee in the Motley Crue biopic. That's right. Yes. I thought he captured Tommy Lee pretty well. Because <laughs> they're both nuts. Yeah. Nuts. And they're both like long, lean, white, tatted up dudes. Like it fit visually. It made sense. And I figured that it, he may be the only actor alive who could like stay up with Tommy Lee partying in his prime. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly could probably do that. All right, there's some Why Today Matters for you. Um, also, if you're a fan of a big-time running back, how about Thurman Thomas, 57 today. Thurman so Thomas, underrated. Thurman Thomas and Janet Jackson, exactly the same age, huh. just to give you a comparison. Thurman Thomas, of course, Oklahoma State is that old. Is that good, Thurman Thomas and Barry Sanders? Like at the same time, is that a wait? That, what, what, what are we talking about? Is that a decent backfield? Like, oh yeah, back at Oklahoma State. Is that okay? Yeah, I think they did well. <laughs> they were doing all right, doing we're fine. Not passing much. Happy birthday to Thurman. Yes, do not pass when you have those two running backs to deal with. All right, just keep handing the ball off for about eight years. Uh, coming up, we'll get you stems and seeds before we get out of here on a Tuesday. Huge night in the NBA tonight. Wild story coming up involving Becky Hammond. If you haven't heard this one, that's next on the Horn. Chad and Zay. <laughs> All right, just about to wrap it up on a Tuesday. One for the money, yes, sir. Two for the show. A couple of years ago, on Headland and the Low. What's the starter? Something good. That sounds like Andre. There we go. So it's Outcast? Yes. Or it's, is there any Andre 3000 solo stuff, or is it just all out, Outcast? They dropped the they dropped that double album, right? That double right? album where one was solo and the other was solo. Yeah, because Hey Ya is on his part of that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I remember listening to all of that and thinking what neither of them would want me to think. I remember listening to both of those and thinking, yeah, y'all should have edited that down to one album. <laughs> y'all should have not worried about the, this is my album, this is your album. You should have just made an Outcast album. Yeah, I thought both of them should have done stuff individually. I know Big Boy has albums by himself, but Andre, I don't think so. All right, so what? Uh, which out, what, what's the Outcast song here? This is Elevators, Me Ele- and You, off the ATLians album. I need to listen to more Outcast. Me uh, and you, your mama and your cousins too. It's a jam. It's a jam. I love both of them have it, but something about Andre's delivery always makes me smile. 
because it's so clear. Mm-hmm. It's so clear, and that that's that whatever that is in his voice, it always just makes me happy when I hear it. Outcast, LL Cool J, The Spinners, Quarter Flash, Eddie Money, and Ozzy. Man, that's the music festival I want to go to. And Silk the Shaka with a beat to start the hour. Do I need to be listening to a Silk the Shaka album? Yes and no. Yes and no? Yeah, I mean... Is Shaka S-H-A-K-A? Like Shaka? Like Shaka Zulu? Or... Is it shocker like S H O C K E R? It might be shocker. Silk the shocker. Yeah, silk the shocker. It is shocker. It is shocker. Yeah. So I can say. So I can say the you know, awkward white guy pronunciation. It's actually correct. Yeah. Silk the shocker. Absolutely. Yo, silk the shocker, man. Master P's brother. That run that Master P had with No Limit during the era, he was dropping an album like every week. With somebody that's Jeez. a part of No Limit, they were dropping compilation albums like Ghetto D and stuff like that. That's that was a classic time. Did he think he was about to die or something? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that, album a week. Yeah, Master P every week, and now almost coming out from No Limit. That's potent right there. Yeah, see Murder, Mystical, all those people. All right, before we get out of here, let's hit some basketball. Let's go stems and seeds. We'll start with this wild uh, Becky Hammond story. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Check this one out. The WNBA has rescinded Vegas' 25 first-round draft pick and suspended Becky Hammond for two games. They did an investigation. It found that the franchise violated league rules regarding impermissible player benefits and workplace policies. What the heck's going on here, Zay? I don't know. Wow. That's interesting, Becky. Had to do with Dierica Hamby and the respect for workplace violations stem from comments Hammond made to Hamby in connection to her pregnancy. Uh-oh. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, if you're pregnant in the WNBA, you might as well have a torn ACL. You're out for like nine months, obviously. Sure. So, yeah, if Becky's looking at you coming back, getting ready to play, and you out here pregnant, and now you can't, that kind of alters some of the roster moves that they're trying to make over there in Vegas. It's one of the most unique things about women's sports, obviously, the actually the carrying of a baby if they're going to get pregnant. And I've always wondered if more and more leagues wouldn't, is there something in a contract? Is there is there language that's put in there? Because that's such a tough thing to try to schedule. Sometimes you can't even schedule when it begins, but even if you can, a, like you said, a nine-month hunk of time? <laughs> Like, when do you have time to work on your game Yeah, at, and lift and get ready? At best, you're missing one season. Yeah. At the worst, you're missing parts of two. And then, after the nine minutes is up, you still got leave. Nine, like, nine months, not nine, nine months, minutes. Excuse me, nine, nine months. Yeah. Becky Hammond might be wishing it was nine minutes. Other coaches are wishing it was nine minutes. Yeah, Becky's been around Pop too long. Uh, you think that's what it is? Yeah. She's she, around the men's side of it a little yeah, too much? Yeah, she ain't got no sympathy or empathy <laughs> for anybody. She well, could care less. You know what? Think about it. Everything she learned from Greg Popovich, offense, defense, how to deal with pick and roll, how to deal with egos, what wine to pick out. Not once did Greg Popovich think of, all right, now let's talk about what happens when one of your players gets pregnant. Yeah. He never had. He never thought of that. Never had to. They almost had something when TP was messing with Britt Berry's wife. 
They might have a scare there. That might have been the closest thing. That's a different kind of scare. It's a different kind of scare. Okay, yeah. we have to go over what happens if one of our players might want to kill another one of our players. <laughs> we got to go through that part. Uh, all right, draft lottery tonight at 7. Who gets Wimbenyama? We'll talk about that tomorrow. Lakers-Denver game one. Who gets game one, Zay? Nuggets. Yeah, I'll say Nuggets as well. I hope we're both wrong because I'm rooting for LeBron and AD in the Lakers. Let's see what happens. Up next, it's Ball Don't Lie with Rod and Hart. Have yourself a good Tuesday. We'll talk tomorrow for a Wednesday show.